5021 David, we got a fender down and two GSWs to the chest. I need you to meet us at Molly's. <laughs> For the most powerful podcast on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Lorenz Hawkins, and if you're not listening, you obviously ain't learning. Copy that. All sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Meet Us at Molly's. This is episode 135. So just because the shows are off and the world seems to have gone mad, uh, doesn't mean that we're (laughs) off. We are going to talk about our top 10 favorite crossovers tonight, or today, because you're going to listen to this on Friday. So as always, I'm Gina. I'm joined by Bryna. Hello, everybody. Bryna, what is happening in the world right now? Like, I don't know. It's gone insane i i don't know and yeah it's a yeah it's a dark scary time out there yeah it's really feeling like the infection crossover kind of so really i mean you know i know i know also how eerie was that that on wednesday chicago canceled their parade and all of a sudden like the crossover really did come to life i know and like the fact that it was this year's crossover not even like that yeah I, I know, I just want to take that gif of them walking down the street now and be like, hmm, is it infection or is it St. Patrick's Day? Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. They're not even dying yeah. to River Green in Chicago. I'm so bummed about that. I know. It, I know. It's tradition. Just, yeah. We don't even live there. We don't. No. But it's our one of our favorite things to see. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. It's all weird. Y'all hang in there. It's a dark, scary time. Just wash your hands. Check on your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have anything, like, wise to say. It's yeah, me either. Scary. It's just scary. So, all right. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk one Chicago and get our minds off of all this craziness, because that's what we do. That is what we are here for. We are going to start off with the news. Now, we've got not one set of episode descriptions, but two. So that's pretty cool. So let's start off with episodes 17. So these are the episodes that are going to air next week on March 18th, Wednesday, March 18th. So Chicago Med 517 is called The Ghosts of the Past. And the description says... Marking the series' milestone 100th episode, Dr. Manning and Dr. Charles assist in a complicated case helping a four-year-old who they quickly learn is no stranger to the ED. Dr. Marcel and Dr. Choi tend to a police officer with a mysterious gunshot wound to the abdomen. Relationships are put to the test as secrets are revealed. Oh, snap! (laughs) It's going down. Also, you guys couldn't see it, but I literally facepalmed as you read the scene, the sentence about Dr. Manning, like, being in a complicated case with a four-year-old who they quickly learn is in the lives. Like, I just facepalmed. That's that's every week. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's been refreshing. I feel like Natalie hasn't really gotten a lot of those cases in the last couple of episodes, so it's been, like, a nice change of pace. She's been too busy flirting with Marcel, so, like, you know. Getting kidnapped, you know, just regular things, as one does. Yeah, but so going back to this, I'm just like, well, 
least this is the 100th episode. Like, can't have Natalie not be Natalie for the 100th episode, so. Should we take a bet as to whether Choi punches Marcel by the end of this episode? Hmm, what are we betting? I have no idea. Hmm. I mean, I think he... Hmm. I don't know. I don't um, know. I will bet you a glass of wine at ATX Festival if it happens. Please, 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 please. But I will bet you a glass of wine at ATX. That he does? That Yes, that he does. Okay. Cool. You're on. Cool. And that means ATX has to happen now, so we're just putting that out into the universe. Yeah. We're nervous, y'all. We're nervous. So, yeah. So that is med. Brandon, take us through fire, please. Yes, yeah, so fire, 817, it's called Protect a Child, and it says, Things get personal for Casey and Gallo in the aftermath of a suburban house fire involving a mother and a, her young son. Herman campaigns for more respect, and Kid has an idea for giving back to her community. Okay. A Casey Gallo episode, I'm here for that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm wondering if it's something where, because Gallo takes it so personally, Casey does too. Those two are kind of like... I don't know empaths yeah. of each other yeah yeah but no i'm excited oh it's like father and son they're so cute <laughs> i love it love it love it pd 717 is also called before the fall voight enlists the help of a reformed gang member to get a key witness's testimony in a murder case more lives are put on the line as a gang war brews could this description be any more vague Oh, it's so vague. But uh, all the PD descriptions are vague. I guess that's true. I guess. But it, I don't know. It's like two steps away from being like, a criminal does something. Intelligence is on the case. The end. I would love for them to use that episode description one day. I know, right? <laughs> nice and to the point. Like fire. Something catches on fire. The firehouse is there. Like make him just super point blank. <laughs> That is what when we will know be? that NBC officially, like, has stopped giving a fuck. What would meds be? The generic med one be? Um, okay. Natalie treats a child patient. Will gets mad about something. April has a secret. Dr. Choi and Dr. Marcel <laughs> work together. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pretty that's much. about right. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, take us through med 518. So Med 518 is called In the Name of Love, and it says, Dr. Charles and Dr. Goodwin fear Dr. Halstead is repeating his past mistakes when a patient with early onset Alzheimer's is brought into the ED. Maggie and Ben have become concerned when one of Ben's students is admitted. Dr. Manning and Dr. Marcel treat a terminally ill patient and disagree over the best course of action. Did we know Ben was a teacher? I was going to say... Maybe say a principal or something that kind of feels like it rings bells, but I don't know. I don't remember ever learning that. I don't know. Oops. We might have to go back and well, iron over our details. Yeah. Um, also, how like interesting that they're saying, you know, they're worried that Will's going to repeat his past mistakes, but it's not an addict this time. It's somebody with Alzheimer's. Oh my god, I can't even. Does that That's mean... Like, which past mistakes? As in, like, the most recent ones with the addiction? Are we talking about season one with cutting, 
Like, I'm like, which the DNR? Like, which mistakes are we talking about? Oh, no, no. Brian, we're covering crossovers tonight. We don't have a whole episode dedicated to all of Will's mistakes. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though. But actually, though. But we still love Will. He's he's a redheaded pain in the ass, but he's our redheaded pain in the ass. Exactly. Oh, Will. Oh, Will. Yeah. So, yeah. And Dr. Manning and Dr. Marcel together again. Did you see we got an email from Shannon totally agreeing with you about Crockett and, and Natalie? No, I missed it. I'm going to have to go back and read it, though. Yeah, yeah. People are agreeing with you. So I'm just going to be off in the corner, like, disagreeing while everybody else has fun. So It's okay. We've disagreed a lot this week on TV, so we're fine. We have, haven't we? Yeah. 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 It's unusual for us, but it exists. It happens. It happens. Sometimes it does happen, yes. Like, that's the 2% of, like, the, you know, 98% of the time we agree, but then 2%, you know. That happens, so. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Chicago Fire 818 is called I'll Cover You, which makes me think of Rent, which makes me all feelsy. That's okay. Uh, Same. Yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Severide teams up with Seeger and OFI when a motel structure fire turns suspicious. Firehouse 51 members become amateur sleuths following a Reddit post involving one of their own. And Brett continues to get invested in her birth mother, Julie. Okay, two things here. Mm-hmm. One, why see you're coming back? Like, mm-hmm. why? I don't yeah. need this. Why? Yeah. I don't need her. Yeah. Um, but two, the second sentence might be like, I mean, obviously it depends on how it actually happens, but like that might be the best storyline this show has ever done. But also, I can tell that whoever wrote this description does not watch the shows because it's almost like they become amateur sleuths like every week. Right, but, like, following a Reddit post involving one of their own, I don't even know what that means, but, like, I'm already intrigued. Who in that firehouse is likely to do something that's going to end up on Reddit? I don't know, but I'm, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm there. I'm in. I'm in. Foster, maybe? No, it's got to be, like, Mouch or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Brian, will you take us through PD? Yes. So the last one we have is PD-718, and it's called Lines. Um, And the description reads, Intelligence does everything they can to build a case against the elusive leader of a... It's get complicated when Rojas realizes someone she cares about might be involved. It's another Rojas episode. I know. We're so blessed. We are so blessed. I know. I love it. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. No, I'm excited. So the last bit of news we have isn't really like official news or anything. It's more of, it's off of a tweet. So Wednesday morning, Gina wakes up. Gina can't really see straight. I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. And this video pops up. I'm not, I'm really not. But this video pops up and it's Tracy, Tracy Spridakos. She's in New York and behind her is Zico Zaki from FBI. Y'all... It looks and like they're, they're filming. You forgot that part. You forgot that and part. And they're filming. It looks like FBI and PD are doing some sort of crossover. But like, holy shit, it's Haley and OA. It's OA and Haley. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm just like, everybody be cool. Oh, my God, it's happening. They're in the same universe. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what specifically is going on. We've gotten a lot of questions in the past couple of days of like, are they doing a crossover? What are they doing? Y'all, we know what you know. But also, yeah, we don't like, know anything else. No, we don't know anything else. But also, we're freaking excited. I'm freaking excited. Somebody we know, Brina, does not watch FBI. But nah. I'm, I'm, I'm 
Haley and OA. It's like, I just, and we've talked before about these, these two universes crossing and how like absolutely giddy it makes me. So just to see them in the same scene and the same like camera shot, I'm just like dying over how awesome and amazing that is. That's all. Just... Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, when is this airing? Like, I, I'm just kind of surprised that they haven't like announced it yet or like made it like a thing if they're already filming it. I don't know. I have so many questions. Yeah. And, and like, is Haley the only one that crosses over? Are we going to see that on Chicago PD? Is this just like a Haley appearance in an FBI episode? I literally just have so many questions. Yeah. And we don't know if this is like a two-way crossover. We don't know if it's like FBI coming to PD and PD coming to FBI or if it's just a one-way thing where Tracy just pops over to FBI for an episode. Um, if you don't watch with Brenda does not on this Tuesday night's episode, Missy Peregrim, who plays Maggie, she is she's basically she, right now she's on maternity leave and Maggie's character basically accepts an undercover assignment that's going to last the duration of the season. And so now OA is just kind of without a, a partner. And so I don't know how they're going to fill that, if they're going to move Kristen back into that role or what, but I don't, yeah, I don't know the circumstances, but the seeing those two share a scene together and knowing that like Oa Zidane and Haley Upton are like in the same space, mwah, amazing! I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited that you're excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I did have like an awesome headcanon the other day, just thinking of like how amazing would it be if like Jay and Oa knew each other when they were in the military and like. You know, they see each other and Halstead's like, oh, my God, OA. And he's like, oh, my God, Halstead. Like, <sighs> I'll just forever be bitter that we never got our night shift Chicago, one Chicago crossover. I know. I know. Still bitter. Still bitter. But as we get more news on that, we will let you know. You know, I'm going to be like jumping up and down and like won't be able to contain my excitement. So I'm ready. Yeah. Bring it on. So excited. So. <laughs> We also got an interesting question from maybe it was Jennifer about whether if okay, so if Jay goes to New York with Tracy or Haley, sorry, if Jay goes to New York with Haley, does he let Aaron know that he's there? No, and I only say that because there's nothing they can do with that. No, I know. I mean, otherwise, I think yes. But, like, but off like, camera. Off camera. Does he text her and be like, hey, I'm coming to New York? Well, yes. Does she agree to meet him? Yeah, but it's nothing. Any, It's not anything. Yeah, it's just, like, coffee, and that's it. Yeah. But, no, it's never going to happen because, like, Sophia's not coming back, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, no, no. Never going to happen, but, I mean, just kind of in, in, in the white space, in that headcanon world, in our heads... Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's all we've got on the news. As always, y'all are so good about sending it to us. Just let us know however you want to get it to us. But um, yeah, you guys kind of keep us going with the news. So we definitely appreciate that. So without further ado, it is time to move into the episode, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. So as we said, we are going to break down our top 10. It's sort of a top 10 list, really. It's going to be a top 10 list of our favorite crossovers. And by our favorite crossovers, I mean Bryna's favorite crossovers. Because somebody we know, me, as I raise my hand into the camera like you guys can did see Did not me, do her homework. Did not do her homework. I know. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm a bad adult. So 
We're going to run through Bryna's list and I'm going to just kind of jump in here and there and be like, wait a second. Hmm. I don't know about that. So. So we had some ground rules um, and we will discuss those. So the ground rules here were that any and all crossovers are fair game. So it doesn't matter who crosses over fire and PD, fire, PD and med, PD and SVU. As long as it's a crossover, it's a fair game. The only caveat to this is that backdoor pilots do not count. So you won't hear us talk about the PD backdoor pilot or the med backdoor pilot or the justice backdoor pilot. So any and all crossovers, no backdoor pilots. So we ran down the list of all of the crossovers. It took way longer than we thought it would because, you know, we had a lot. Um, What I loved was how I was like, we should do a top 10 list. And Brian, you were like, I don't think we have 10. I was like, oh, we have 10. We have 10. I think there's like 15, I think. Yeah. Is what I counted? 15? Which means like we're just hashtag blessed. Yeah. There's a lot. And there's some I forgot about. And I was like, oh, right. That was a thing that happened. I will say this, though. Like the idea of me choosing a favorite was like, it was hard for me. I I can't, I can't choose a favorite. It's just like, it's it's like choosing a favorite child. They're all so good. Well, and it's so funny, too, because... It's interesting that, like, the one that I think of when I think one Chicago crossovers is actually towards the bottom of my list. Which one is that? Like, when I think oh, one on Chicago list. crossover, mm-hmm. I think Lexi. But that's, okay. like, at the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. Oh, not the very bottom, but, like, at the bottom. But, like, when I think that, like, one Chicago crossover, I think that Lexi one. And I don't know why, because I haven't even, I don't think I've rewatched that in, like, a really long time. That's a tough but that's one. that's what I think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one, so... All right, Bryna, take us through number 10 on your list. So number 10 on my list is, I'm trying to, I did not, I should have written like the numbers next to them, but it's fine. Um, so it's Fire 307, SVU 1607, PD 207, which is basically, I'll read the description. When Firehouse 51 rescues the owner of a fire house on fire, they find him clutching a suspicious box, so intelligence is brought in for further investigation leading them to work with svu to take down a child pornography ring basically the one with teddy is number 10 yes i just like i like this one it's not my favorite one it's not one i go back and watch all the time if i'm going back to put on like reruns of something but like it's good it was a good crossover it's pretty solid i mean it's it's a pretty quintessential early days of one chicago crossover there are some really iconic moments, too. There, this is the one where Aaron gets hit by the bike messenger, and we have that gif of her, like, falling over and Jay catching her. Yeah. Which made all the shippers go crazy. Well, and I think, too, what is so interesting is, like, a lot of times crossovers can be, like, isolated story. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that this one, it, like, gives us a lot of, like, character background, too, like, with Aaron and Teddy and that stuff, like, that's something we typically don't see with crossovers. Right. So it stands out in that way, too. hmm Yeah, yeah. And we never saw Teddy again, did we? No, I think we saw him once. Did we? Okay. I'd have to go back and, like, look at the actor's IMDb, but, like, I think we saw him once after It, it does that. make me miss the early seasons. There's just something, like... I don't know what it is, if it's like an innocence or what, but there's just something really, there's something different about the earlier seasons compared to now. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just nostalgia. Yeah. Wait, why is he in so many? Hold on. What are you looking at? 
There was no way he... Oh. No, so maybe he was only there once. Hmm. But, yeah. He was not there that long if we... Okay. Was the PD... No, the PD portion of this one wasn't the one where Ruzik's, like, homeroom instructor was killed, was it? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because I... The only reason I I think I remember that is because, like, the last season... Or the last scene of, like, the SVU portion is Aaron calling Hank. And Hank being like, you better be resting. And Aaron's like, no, like, something's going on. And then it's, like, all the PD kids running into Med or Lakeshore. This, these are the days of Lakeshore. Oh, right. TBT to Lakeshore. I don't know. I think in terms... I did not honestly go back and rewatch all of these, obviously, before we did this episode. So some details are going to be fuzzy. Oh, of course. No, I mean, real life, guys. We, you know, we haven't had time amidst the uh, developing zombie apocalypse happening outside. Again, it's scary yeah. times. What I will say about this one, though, is that when... I don't really like when it's, like, not a cohesive crossover in that something happens on fire that leads to med, and then PD is, like, completely different, but still a crossover. But this one did a good job of that. Yeah, well, I feel like that was, that's such a staple. That's really, I mean, like, what these crossovers were until the last, like, few of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, where would you put this episode? I mean. Does it make your top ten? I think, I think it could. Yeah, I think it could. Um, yeah, we'll just, we'll put it in, we'll let it float around. Maybe I'll just make a top 10 list for the end of this episode based on what we discuss. So, all right. Any other notes on that crossover? No, like I said, it's 10. Like it's solid. It's good. It's not what I go back and rewatch all the time though. Um, take us through number nine. Cause I'm, I'm a little surprised that this one ranks above the Teddy crossover. I think it only ranks above so number nine is Fire 516, PD 416, and Justice 101, which in the episode description reads, a warehouse fire leaves Olinsky's daughter and 38 others dead. Intelligence does all it can to track down the arsonist behind the tragedy and justice. The prime suspect's attorney does everything he can to get him acquitted, while Peter Stone works hard to find other ways, find the way to get justice for the victims. I think the only reason it ranks above teddy is because of how memorable it is like like i was telling you earlier like it's not even necessarily my favorite but when i think one chicago crossovers i'm like oh crap lexi dying like it's just like that's what i associate with like this franchise and crossovers huh interesting i mean i don't think it's the first one my brain goes to um i do remember the call What's the first one your brain goes to I mean, I think it goes to infection. And I don't know if that's just because it's the most cohesive or because it's just so solid or most recent. I don't know. But I mean, when I hear well, crossover, so, I think of infection. We'll talk. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We will talk about infection later. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, I think of infection too. But I think that's so recent that, like, you know, it's recent. Like, there's a little bit of recency bias with that. But, like, if prior to this season, Like, when I think crossover, I think Lexi. And I don't know why, because I hated Justice. And, like I I said, I don't really think I've even gone back and watched that crossover since. Mm -hmm. But, like, clearly something about that was so well done and, like, so scarring that, like, it it stuck with me. The visual that has stuck with me from that crossover is the fire episode or the fire portion when all of the victims are laid out on the concrete. Mm -hmm. Um 
and like Bowden and Casey are just kind of staring on in disbelief. That is the haunting visual that has stuck with me this whole time. Um, but yeah, it's not the first one I go to. And I mean, okay, here, you know, that's, I, I remember that call being really tough to swallow as well. Cause wasn't it based off of what had happened in Oakland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, that was like, that call was pretty crazy and harrowing. And then I remember Al like pleading with Wallace, just like, let me go inside. Let me go inside. Um, and then I just, I remember the justice portion being not good. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, it's definitely not my favorite, but I think it ranks above Teddy only because it, like, it is so memorable, but I enjoy the other ones a lot more. So I couldn't put it that high up. But, like, I can't not, we couldn't have not talked about it. Right, right. And there are also some on this list that I really don't like, like, out of the crossovers, like, that I was like, oh, I don't care for that one. So, like, when you're making a top ten, like, something's got to go in there. So, like. Right, right. So, okay. I don't think that would crack my top ten, but, well, I'll just leave it out there kind of floating, and we'll see. (laughs) Like know. you're gonna do for all of these. Yeah, I know. Wow. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep them floating and then be like, hmm, how do I feel about this? So, what is next on your list for number eight? So next on my list is just a PD Fire one, um, and it's PD five sixteen and Fire six thirteen, and it's Intelligence and Firehouse fifty one pursue a serial bomber targeting the media, um, and that is. So basically the one where Platt's at the TV station and the bomb goes off. Yes. Oh, that one is so good. Yeah. Kind of underrated, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's not like, oh my God, this is the most amazing one, but like it's a good solid crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah. It is a good solid one. That's when we get the snack scene with intelligence and they're all eating and they're like, oh, Platt Mm -hmm. couldn't possibly hate this more. Yeah. And like Antonio goes over to the firehouse because he's gonna about to yell at Ava who's hanging out with Gabby and not just like what are you doing here you're supposed to be supposed to be having their own watch party blah 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 yeah 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 I remember that that's a good one yeah and so that was just fire and PD you said mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I got it mixed up for a second I also thought for a second it was where we found out Brett or thought Brett might be pregnant but that was the week after when they did a two the two-hour fire God, I was half tempted to include the two hour fire episodes, even though they weren't crossovers, but I didn't. I'm so glad we don't do those anymore. Man, did I hate those. Yeah. And that was in our first season of podcasting too. That was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good one. Okay. What is number seven? Number seven is SVU 713 and P. 314 basically the second half of the Greg Gates saga so when Lindsay and Dawson go to New York to help the hunt and then they end up all returning to Chicago once Greg Gates commits the triple homicide you know that whole thing this so is the second half this is the one that ends with Yates dying right mm-hmm. okay yeah. okay I remember being so stressed out during these two hours of television yeah, I mean, I don't remember being that stressed up because I also didn't watch it live. But yes, that was brutal. And yeah, yeah I, remember... I mean, like everything about Yates is like so good, and so it's just a matter of like which one you prefer, which half of the Yates saga you prefer more. Yeah, um, I picked the first half because I mean, we'll talk about it. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I have that down as Yates crossover number one and Yates crossover number two. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
goodness. Yeah, the second half, I'm trying to, the second half was the one where like she was chasing, she was trying to go to some cabin at like three in the morning or something. And then like they came out. I think that. Yeah. And like there's the whole thing about like you find out Yates has been adopted and like, or that whole, like that whole like his family stuff too and yeah. like he you know he was targeting people who looked like his family nelly and that whole that whole saga he was probably one of the best villains that the show has ever had oh a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent yeah really really good so um i will have you know that i am at six on my list right now i just need to find four more and then arrange them as, as um arrange them properly okay so i'm almost there um okay so that was seven right Mm-hmm. Number six? Yes. So number six is Fire 410, Med 105, and PD 310, a.k.a. when Herman gets stabbed and is treated at Med, while the woman is rescued from a fire and discovered to be one of four patients who may have been given unnecessary chemotherapy by a doctor who also may have killed Voight's wife. There's a lot happening in that episode. I I didn't like the PD portion, but the fire and med portion are money. Um, first off, damn it, Freddie, we were rooting for you. Wait, you didn't like the PD portion? I think I like the PD portion more. No, because this was one where, like, the med and fire portion were cohesive, but then the PD portion was, like, way out in left field. I mean, yes. I guess when you're talking about it from a crossover standpoint, yes. Like, it doesn't work as well when they don't all talk about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get that. But, however... I put it so high up on this list because I really like the PD portion and I really like the emotion, like getting the backstory to Boyd's wife and like that whole section of it. Like, I really like that as a storyline. Oh my and God. And then they filled it so in high. with like actual home videos from Jason Begay and his kids. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. So yes, that is why it ranks so high because I really like that half of it. But yes, you make a good point that like as a crossover, it is definitely not as cohesive. Yeah, I I just, I like them when, you so know. maybe it should have been lower, but, like, I just really like that. Jeez, Bryna. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but listeners. Don't it's my ranking, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one, too. Okay, I'm at seven now. I need three more. Um, <laughs> uh, what is number five on your list? So number five on my list is the classic Fire 220, PD-112, A Dark Day, and 8.30 p.m., the big bombing at Chicago Med when Casey and Dawson are volunteering at the charity run. You know, that whole, I mean, classic. Yes, yes. Oh, iconic. Yeah, I mean, iconic. We did a whole episode on it, like, iconic. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, I feel like the, my top five are all iconic, so. That one's very feelsy. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's the first, well, it's not the first one, but it's the first Fire and PD one. Um, it's not the first crossover technically, but it's the first five PD one. And just, yeah, it's iconic. There's no other word for it. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yep. Okay. I'm just plugging away at this list. Um, okay. So, um, number four on your list. Number four on my list. I mean, again, another truly iconic one, fire 313 and PD 213, three bells and a little devil complex. When you find out more clues about Shay's death and the whole gish situation. Like, yes. I mean, again, iconic. Like, and you even wrote it in outline, but like the scene when Antonio saves Gabby in the elevator shaft is like, again, I- iconic. I- it's iconic. I remember Derek posting the script page for that and it was just amazing. Like, really? I'm going to have to 
wonder if I can like find that in this. I mean, it's way, way back because that episode aired a million years ago. But I mean, everything is so perfect about that episode. And just like Antonio goes full big brother and like and he splits the elevator open with his fingertips. Like, you know how hard that is? I might have just hit the mic with my hand, but like that's so hard. But also like, you know. Little sister's in danger, so he's got to go, like, kick all the well, ass. and Gish is, like, so creepy, too. Yes. And, like, you so find out all this stuff about, like, his background, too, and then it's, like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, like, a well-done mystery. Like, not even, like, crossover-wise, but, like, mystery-wise, like, story-wise. Yeah. It was just so well Gish was another very well-crafted villain. Like, if you asked me to, like, rank the top three villains in, like, one Chicago history, I mean... Yates is probably number one. And then... Yeah. Gish and Pulpo. You ha- I, mean, like- I think Pulpo's got to be number two just because he was in more episodes. But Yates is another one that I really wouldn't have minded seeing more of. He was just, like, sinister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we really should do Gish at some point. Like, maybe this summer. We've never yes, done Gish. Yes, yes. Now, when you say Gish, you know my supernatural part of my brain, like, gets sparked into something <laughs> Yeah, else. I know. But yes. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yes. That was that was just that was a really, really good one. Oh, and then also that one that's the one where they realized that Shay was murdered, essentially. And that's the one with Shay's sister. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. And like so feels Oh my god, and that's when they dedicate the uh the ambo, right? I think so. I think that's at the end of that photo. I don't know. Of I need Sev. to go back and watch it in uniform just like standing next to the ambo like every time i see the side of that ambo and i see shay's name i'm always like mm, like sad I, I need to go back and like rewatch it um random question is Severide still with Brittany at this point <gasps> no <laughs> i don't think she is also that's an episode we should really do this summer too i know like when he comes back and he's like i'm married and everyone's like <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Um, Brittany was played by Sarinda Swan. Um, and I was listening to a podcast on Wednesday with Aaron Tveit. And Aaron Tveit and Sarinda starred together on Graceland. And so uh, Aaron was talking about his time on Graceland. And all I kept thinking about was her character and how horrible she was to him. So that's funny that she comes up. Wait, that how horrible she was to Aaron Tveit's character on Graceland. Yeah, yeah, characters. They okay. were, yeah, terrible to each other. Um, Basically, I mean, it's Graceland, right? Like, it's been off the air a couple of years. I can spoil. So um, her character gets mad at him, and basically he's been shot, and t- he's, like, he's in the hospital, and she tips off this, uh, like, the guy who's looking for him or something, tips him off to it, and he goes to the hospital, and basically... Like, his character dies for six minutes. And so every time I vent about it, I'm like, Paige got him killed. And everybody's like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, no, but he didn't die. So, yeah. My Graceland feelings. They're, they're still there. That show was so good. I wish it was accessible somewhere. I watched somewhere. one episode. It was so good. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I'm... Could, I loved Aaron Tveit, but, like, he couldn't even get me through that, so. No, I loved it. I loved it so much. But also, I'm a sucker for a cop show, so we all know that. Clearly. Yeah. 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 So, hmm. oh, Brittany. Yeah, that would be it. That, that's a good one to revisit. Yeah. yeah, we've never done that. Only Kelly would go to Vegas and come back married. He was hurting, Gina. Leave I him. Know. I know. I know. Alrighty. Uh, what are we up to? Number four? No, we just did four. We're on three. Number three. Take it away. 
So number three is last year's big crossovers, Fire 702, Med 402, PD 602. When the fire consumes the 25-story apartment complex, sending the residents to Med, and then when they figure out the cause of it, it gets personal for Jay. You know, Jay and Will's father dies. We meet Ritter. I mean, like, we meet Chloe. Like, so much stuff happens. So, oh, my God, we do meet Chloe. So much stuff happens. And I think, too, to, for me, I mean, like, I think they really solidified it with infection, which we'll talk about in a second. But, like, that one, to me, was really the first one. Like, oh, no, they're actually going, like, completely seamless. Like, we talked about when we did that episode that, like, you couldn't really tell which hour was which. And, like, that was just, to me, like, the one of the best ones. I mean. Yeah. 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 Hands down. I now have ten, and I'm going to go ahead and rank them. Um, in the meantime, trying to take us through number two. Number two, I mean, uh, fire 321, PD 220, SVU 1620. When the apartment fire connected to a case of attempted rape and murder in Chicago resembles an unsolved case in New York. So SVU works together to find a suspect. I mean, Nadia dies. <laughs> Will has, comes in and they suspect him of murder. Like, Casual. so much stuff happens in that crossover. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'll just never forget to my mom, who only has ever really seen PD because it's in reruns. Like, when she watched the PD portion of this, she was like, she's like, what happened? Like, why didn't they tell you, like, what actually happened to Nadia and stuff? I'm like, mom, she died on SVU. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, I know. It was bad. Yeah. wasn't great. So but, like, weird. so iconic. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. But, man, that that episode haunted me for a little bit. It still haunts me. Let's be real. No, yeah, I I don't rewatch it very often. And then um, my friend Melanie... I especially don't watch the SVU part of it. Right, right. I can watch the PD portion, but, like, not the SVU part. So my my friend Melanie, who I've referred to many times on this podcast, Brandon knows Melanie, um, when I... Melanie, who was on, like, the third episode of the show, or fourth episode of this... (laughs) Right, yeah, she was on... She was only (laughs) the third or fourth episode. Um, Yeah, so when when I had her watch PD, because we had a thing where we traded shows, um, I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I loved it, and she watched PD... Uh, when she got to this point, I told her, I was like, listen, I will be a good friend. I will bite the bullet. I will watch it with you so you're not unsupervised. And at the end of it, I just remember being like, wow, like, I remember th- this being horrible and brutal to watch. Yeah, it was. And it's what ha- sent Erin down her spiral. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, that's yeah. a brutal one. Yeah. And lastly, your number one pick. Go for it. I mean, infection. Like, duh. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think this is the best one they've ever done. Like, by far. Like, not even close. I just think, like, how seamless it was. Like, the fact that, like, if you look at all the crossovers on Wikipedia and you see, like, it lists, you know, like, what shows they were and, like, which actors from each show appeared in the different hours – it's the only one where, like, pretty much every actor appeared in all hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, there was so much crossing over happen, and I just think it was so seamless. I mean, obviously, we did a whole episode on it, so I don't need to go like too much into it. But like, it's just like it is above everything else. 
I, yeah, I agree on that one. I think it's the best one they've done because, I mean, by this point in the game, they've shown, like, hey, we've got this fine-tuned. Like, we know what we're doing. Well, and I just feel like, too, like, this is why you create a universe like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this show is so emblematic. And, like, obviously, I didn't, I'll be honest, I did not watch the Crisis cross non infinite Earths crossover from the CW this year. But I heard that it wasn't... Like, my problem with all those crossovers, like, would be, like, there must be some, like, you know, interspersing. Like, you'd see, like, Stephen Amell's Arrow, like, pop up on all those shows. And, like, Supergirl and whatever. But you never got, like, the same, like, secondary characters interspersing as much and crossing over. And it was just, like, you know, definitely not as cohesive. And I just feel like that's why this universe stands out. And, like, that's, honestly, like, that's to me, like, one of the reasons why we do this podcast. Yeah. It's because there is so much crossing over. All the characters do interact. I mean, obviously, they do it on smaller scales each week, mm-hmm. but like they just do it so seamlessly. And I just, I don't know, like if I if I were going to point these shows to somebody, be like, here, watch these three. Yeah, I. Like, this is what you want to watch. Like, if you want to know like what these shows are, like watch these this crossover. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love knowing that at any minute on any show, like at any time. You know, Olivia Benson can walk through or, you know, Kelly Severide could walk across the frame in fire or not in fire. Of course, he's going to walk in fire. But like, you know, Kelly could walk across, walk across the camera in med or, you know, something like that. Or then like, you know, like we're seeing right now with whatever PD and FBI are doing that, like, you know, you could be watching PD and, you know, Omar Zidane just passes by. Like, I love knowing that these guys are all in the same world. Yeah. So, and I just like I said, I feel like this crossover was just so emblematic of what this universe is. 100%. Yeah, I completely agree. So. And we got to see a film, which was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we saw that weekend film was for the crossover. Although now, I guess, saying that we saw the, when they were filming the parade, that's kind of eerie because it's like, okay, well. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. we see into the yeah. future? Apparently. God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I scribbled down my 10. I ranked them very quickly. I think we differ in like maybe one spot. Did you pick the same ones that I picked, or did you pick some of the other ones that I didn't pick? I don't know. You just got to wait and find out. Oh, no. kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. So at number, t- number 10, I have the second Yates crossover. So the song of Gregory William Yates and all that one. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I don't want to say I didn't like it, but it was it was stressful. I was so invested in this crossover that it was stressful. Um, to the point that, of course, you know, when at the end, when Aaron's going through that house, I'm like literally like gripping the end of my seat. I'm like, oh, my God, where's she going? Where's she going? Uh, so that one wasn't really my favorite, but they got it done. And it was it was it was good closure to that whole mess because mm-hmm. Yates is horrible. Um, at number nine, I've got Teddy just because it's, okay. it's, it's an iconic one, you know. All that good stuff. Also, don't forget the scene when Jay is getting coffee and he's like, Aaron's the strongest cop I know. And Rollins is just staring at him. And he, he's like, it's not like that. We work together. And she and Amara oh, were right. just like, okay, whatever. That's funny. TBT. TBT. Yes. There's also um, the moment when Amaro and Jay like jump the fence together. Just like crossover. Wolfpack. Love it. Um, number eight, I have the Herman stabbing. I do. Um, just because it's so emotional and, you know, like, you see Cruz just kind of fall apart over Herman because he feels so bad and he feels so guilty. And, you know, that's a big part of it. Um, never forget Ruzik's rock star phase. Freddy. Yeah, Freddie, man. Yeah. 
We were Fucking rooting Freddy. for you, Freddie. Fucking Freddie. Fucking Freddie, man. I know. I know. But yes, um, Ruzik's Rockstar phase. Never, ever, ever forget that. I, I will use that gif until I can't use that gif anymore. <laughs> Just the best. The best. And it's also why every time he wears yellow plaid, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Adam's wearing that shirt again. <sighs> um, seven, I have the journalist one when the, the TV station gets bombed, when plaid's mm-hmm. inside. Um, I think that one made a really good statement. In terms of, you know, what, like what's ha- what was happening in the world and, you know, the, the power the media has and the, the dangers yeah. that lie behind misinformation. I thought that was a really good one. Um, six, I have, no, I might need to flop, or flip flop five and six. Okay, so six, this is where we differ. I have, um, don't bury this case. This is the one when Severide's car is used in... Like, uh, in a really bad accident, basically. And Severide ends up spending a week in jail. You have that so, that high up? I um, Number six. Number six. It's not, like, high, high. It's, like, in the middle. Okay, but compared to mine, it didn't even make my list. Okay, so the, the part that always gets me about this one, or the part that I always replay in my brain, is when he's getting on the bus to Statesville or wherever he's going... And he looks at Aaron and he's like, the words that stick with me still is when he just says, let me rot. Saying that, you know, if, if by some reason it turns out that I was involved in this accident, don't try and save me, just leave me in jail. It's just, that's just Kelly and who Kelly is. And it's just a killer. Every time you think about it, you're just like, "Mm, Kelly. I think I didn't like this one, not because of the crossover aspect, but because like to me, Severide like got, you know, like spent a week in jail for something he really didn't end up doing. I was like, why? I do. Like, I do. Why was- I, I find the week in jail a little bit ridiculous. I do. And still to this day, I'm like, oh, remember that time Voight made Kelly spend a week in jail? Uh, but even if he hadn't spent the week, like even if it had been 48 hours, like I still would have been like, oh, do it. Like it just like to me, it was just like, eh. Right. That's fine. I mean, the good thing about it is like Anna's still alive at that point. So like. Anna's still alive at that point. Oh, yeah, that's right, because the, the, the whole reason he was out drinking was because he couldn't do the transplant. Right. Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean, she's barely alive, but she's alive. Man, we're really digging back into the archives here. And yeah. we really should do an Anna episode, too. We've never done an Anna episode. Cool. I want to cry the whole time we do it. Sounds great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about Kelly's other... I mean, I feel like if we're hitting Brittany, we got to hit Anna. Right. Just hit all of Kelly's significant relationships. Right, right, right. And so... Um, at, okay, so that was number six. Number, I, I misnumbered these three. Okay, so I'm just going to, like, mention these other two, like, together. Let's just pretend they tied. Okay, so the Gish crossover. Mm-hmm. Great, awesome, iconic. Gish is crazy. That moment, Antonio with the door. Oh, so good. Um, That's a great one. The med bombing, the first time. So um, the very first one, a dark day at 8.30 p.m. So that's your five and four? That's like my five and five. Let's pretend they tied. I misnumbered things. Okay, so we have those the same, though, because my gish was four and meds was five. The yeah. bombing was five. So those four. are the same on ours. Okay. So I'm trying to find my number four. And see, I misnumbered things. This is why, you know, this is why you don't do, this is why you do your homework, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have, I have two sevens. Okay, so that's the problem here is which one's seven and which one's four. Let's say, Gish, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, and so smart, SMRT. Okay, let's say Gish is four. There. So, Gish is four. Okay. Okay. 
So, so we have that right. We have that right. That. Yes. I'm a mess. I'm sorry. Um, number three is the first Yates crossover because, like, damn, that was a killer. Uh, uh-huh. And we already went through that. That was brutal. And I can't rewatch that. At number two, I have last year's crossover um, because so many things happened. Like you said, like, yes, we met Ritter. We met Chloe. Jay suffered. A, Jay and Will suffered just a monumental loss. Um, you know, Otis had the, the pe- Otis. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it just so many things happened that it's got it, it has to be high up the list because it's just it's iconic as much as I don't want it to be iconic because it was just very sad. Um, I also remember when we were in Chicago and we walked past that building and we just kind of mm-hmm. stared at it for about two minutes because it's um, in Chicago. They, it's the Carbide and Carbon building is basically what they used for this crossover. And it's just a normal, busy building in Chicago, and it just blends in. And so we were walking probably to filming that, that day that we saw it, and we just kind of stopped, and we were like, that's the building. And we just kind of stared at it for like two minutes, thinking like, wow, they shut this whole thing down. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. that was a big one. Just so many things. Ugh. Um. So number two was that one my number one of course is infection because Duh. yeah yeah by the if time it wasn't i would have hit you over the head like fine no wine for you at atx no i'm kidding um it's free anyway typically so oh yeah typically yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean by the time they got to by the time they got to this crossover it was just kind of like it, it's like they've been doing this long enough now that they can do it with their eyes closed and do it well and so infection is just well, and just like the fact that they put so much time in it. I mean, like they were literally still filming it one Chicago day, and they were like, "Yeah, we're still working on it." And then like it aired the next week, and it was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah." And they had said, I mean, when we were there that weekend for the convention, they were saying that you know they've been working weekends for for like months to make it happen. And so, I yeah. mean, a lot of work went into that crossover. And most episodes they film in like eight to nine days, and this crossover took them months. So that's crazy. But it was so good. So, any other crossover notes? Um, not from my list. I did put in a bunch of you guys sent us your favorite ones, so I put in some of them. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, there were a lot of repeats. So I think we should just go through them. I mean, Anna Marie said number one is the big crossover from last season. Number two to her is the med blowing up. She said she also liked the one where she was like, I'm not sure if this counts as a crossover, but she also agreed with you that she liked the one where Kelly suspected to have caused an accident and flipped the scene. Ha, huh, see? I don't know. I, to me, it's not. <laughs> um, Adam said infection really topped it all. The fire med PD justice crossover is a close second with the fire SVPDH crossover was also a powerful one. Um, Fire PD catching Shay's murderer was emotional and thrilling and can't forget the first med bombing for Fire PD. The first. I love that we still have to, you know, specify. It's the first time they got bombed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Catherine said her least favorite by far is the PD SVU fire with the eight storyline. She said, I can't get over Nadia's death yet and I don't think I will be soon. Breaks me every time I think about it. Which I think is interesting. I wonder if she just means least favorite because it's just like so emotional, like it hurts emotionally or if she just truly doesn't like it. Because like obviously for us it ranked pretty high, but like I do agree with her comments that like getting over Nadia's death is hard and like I don't blame her for not being over it yet. But I think that's my favorite because I think it is so well done. Yeah. So, Catherine, 
clarify your comments to us. Yeah. I'd love to know. Please. Um, Jamie said, Jamie said, I love the infection crossover the most because it felt the most cohesive past versus past ones where they handed off the storyline to the next show. I think that strategy works like works for like, I think that strategy works for fire and PD where fire turns into a case. But with all three shows, I think infection was the most seamless and best use of everyone job wise. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Um, Allison G said the high rise fire is still my favorite because it felt like it was more personal slash higher impact for our characters, but infection was really well done. The one where Al's daughter dies seemed to be the start of crossovers flowing more seamlessly into the next show. What was really impactful of the PDSV ones, the Riverwalk killer stands out. That's a Yates one, right? Was that, or is that different? Is that the first, like the first like PD's like six episode one that I didn't remember really? That might be like the very, very first one. That's like season one, episode six of PD. Yeah, I, that one's fine to me. But I, I think I'm assuming that's what she means. I don't mm -hmm. think she's talking about Yates. Yeah, because she's talking about the Great Beast story with Linstead, so it's got to be that one. Yeah. Um, also, the very first PD fire one with the hospital bombing didn't have much crossing over, but the story was engaging. True. I think that's a good point. Like the med bombing one's good and it's iconic, but like it doesn't have much true like crossing over. Right. Um, and Jacob said, I feel like infection has to be number one, but the fire PD SVU crossover with Yates has to be a very close second for sure. In terms of PD, it affected the show in a big way and was directly responsible for another crossover between those two shows. PD characters also got an insane amount of airtime on SVU during that hour, which is worth noting. Solid. All great, great lists. Yeah. I know it, like I said, everyone sent in a ton, but yeah. So great stuff yeah and more to come three seasons worth of crossovers to come yeah Yay. i know it's insane yeah but no this was fun it's like weird like i said i mean there's so many things we even thought about we we're like oh we should do a past episode on this one we should do another episode on this one so yeah expect tons of these crossovers to be talked about in hiatus yeah so. for sure for sure so that's about it for this week's episode. We know we kept it short. Um, as always, you guys know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. It's Meet Us at Molly's right across the board. Email us anytime about anything. It's meetusatmolly's at gmail.com. If you like the show, which we really hope you do, because you made it all the way to the end of this episode, please, if you, would, like, if you wouldn't mind taking a minute to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, we would so greatly appreciate that. It does help other shy, shy hearts find the show. Talking is hard tonight. Um, yeah, so follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Gina Watches TV, Bryna. I am at Bryna K13. So a little bit different of a schedule next week. So you're not, you're technically not going to have a new episode from us next week, but that's only because the episode recapping episode 17 will drop on Monday. So you're listening to this on Friday. So the next episode will drop a week from this coming Monday. Just use dates, you know, it's March 23rd. Okay, March 23rd. I couldn't remember what that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll just be recording late and dropping that on March 23rd. So cool stuff. Um, yeah, so we're around. Email us. We're watching other stuff. I'm sure a lot of us are now that we're most likely working and schooling from home. Um, but in the meantime, guys, you know, have a good weekend. Wash your hands. Use sanit or hand sanitizer. Um, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Stay home if you're sick. Um, yeah. And just, just, you know, 
try and take a break from the news every now and then. But we will see you guys on the 23rd. Bye.